Hello, and welcome to the Power of Now show. My name is Arthur Milton Porter III, and I, again, thank you for taking this time to uh, listen to the show. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, relationships. Now, I talked about the importance of relationships, mainly because people do business with people they know, like, and trust. People hire people they know, like, and trust. People promote people they know, like, and trust. People give raises to people they know, like, and trust. People give scholarships to people they know, like, and trust. So again, I cannot reiterate enough how important it is to build effective relationships. Now, particularly in business, you want to be really strategic Uh, We talked about the four stages of a relationship. One, they have to be aware of you. Two, they have to know you. Three, they have to like you. And four, which is the ultimate goal, is that you get them to trust you. But all of this starts with meeting people. And a lot of time people, uh, you will meet people through networking events. And so I want to talk today about networking events and how to network and give you some tips uh, how to be effective when you go to networking events. Now, if you're going to talk about being successful with networking, and you have to really start with before the event even is attended, you have to have a strategic plan for your networking. You just don't haphazardly go out and start attending events. One, you don't have enough time. It can be very time-consuming to go to events that may not even benefit you. And so you really will have a purpose for your networking and a strategy for it. So let's take a look at how we would do that. If you go to your local small business journal or to your chamber of commerce or if you go look at the news, if you can Google uh through your local newspaper, you will find all kinds of events every day. Uh, Some of them now because of of the pandemic virtual. Some of them are about to become live again. But you want to find events that are beneficial for you and what you're trying to do. So there are several different types that will work for you. One are events that are around the service or product that you offer. So, for example, if you are an accountant, you probably want to meet with meet other accountants. So, again, if there was a meeting of CPAs or networking with CPAs, that would work for you. You could also look at, at meetings where your customers are. So, if you were going to uh, meet, if there was a place where you're going to meet a lot of uh, executives that were in, in that were over the finances of their company, you were an accountant again. That would be a great place for you to go. So again, you want to find areas where either your peers are going to be or where your customers are going to be. So again, as you're looking through all the different opportunities, if it's something that doesn't relate to those two, you probably don't want to attend it It, unless it's something that your customers might be supporting. So for example, um, if there was a... uh, event that was going to be given to benefit a children's hospital by a group of your customers. 
then although you may not traditionally, you may not feel a need to go to that event for the cause of the event, the fact that they're going to be your customers there would be a reason why you want to go there. So once you identify the types of events that you can go to, then you want to think about the type of people that you would like to meet. So for example, if you are in business, you could be trying to meet new suppliers. You might be trying to meet um, people that you could partner with, other small firms that you could partner with. You might be trying to meet uh, potential buyers of your service. Okay, You might, as a business owner, need to meet a banker. You might need to meet some, the local politicians, depending on the type of business that you're in. So you want to sit down and say, what kind of, what are my goals for this meeting? Now, if you do research, you might even be able to find out who's going to attend the meeting. It might be a website. You can go and see the, the, the people that have attended in the past. Uh, if it's online, a lot of times Facebook will show you these are the people that are coming or these are the people that are interested. And you want to write down. So, for example, I would write down that I want to meet you know, an attorney. I need to meet a banker. I want to meet my you know, local council person. And I'll write that down. Uh, because, again, I want to have a strategy. I just want to go in and just start meeting people. Now, again, when I say I'm not going to be meeting those people, I'm going to be cordial to everybody. I'm going to speak to everybody. I'm going to be, you know, but I'm going to have a definite strategic plan that I'm going to meet certain people when I get there. Okay? Then you want to do the preparation, um, just making sure that you're ready for networking. So, again, you want to wear the right clothes for the event. Now, we're going to assume this is going to be a business event. So you want to go business cash with the least. You may have to wear a tie. To begin. You want to look and see. You can do your research, see previous events, see how people are dressed. It may even stay on the application, on the, on the information about the event, the type of dress you should have, you know, the dress code. You could also, uh, you know, again, based off the industry, you should know basically what, what to wear. So you want to wear that. You don't want to wear anything that's going to make you stand out. You know, um, when I first got involved with uh, with consulting, with a lot of new entrepreneurs, they didn't, you know, I would have them come to networking events. And often just saying wearing a, to wear a suit would not be enough <laughs> because suits come in various colors and, and styles. So there are some suits that are great for church, but they're not good for business. There's some suits that are great to go out, you know, out on the town in, but they're not suits for business. So if you're going to be at a business event, you have a business suit. Gray, black, blue, nice, or, you know, business colors. I actually had a gentleman one time who uh, came to an event, and he had on a green suit, and the suit had like 20 buttons. And when I saw the suit, I was like, man, that, that's a great suit to preach in probably. You probably would do. You probably could preach well to that, but that's not going to work here in business. And so I actually had to start telling people, hey, you know, ask them, what are you going to wear? Make sure you wear this. Make sure you wear that. And before the women think it's just the men in their suits, I've had women come with church hats. Again. That might look great in church, but at the networking event, business event, you really don't want to wear that hat. 
So really take the time to make sure that you are dressed properly. You also want to make sure you have enough business cards. You don't want to be at an event, run out of cards. Now, with today's technology, a lot of people are going away from cards and they are, you know, they actually will be able to get your card through your phone, with these virtual cards, and that's fine. But still make sure you have enough of your actual printed business cards. It just in case people don't, you know, because everybody's not virtual. A lot of these people still want to get a card. And when we talk about getting a card, make sure your card, you know, it's not in, been in your suit and is, is discolored or, you know, folded up or crumpled. You want to make sure you have some nice, crisp cards. And what I do is I make sure I put my cards in a strategic pot, spot. So, for example, wearing a suit, I normally put my cards in my left pocket of my jacket. And that way I know where my cards are at all times. You don't want to be an event fumbling around looking for a card. Likewise, if someone gives me a card, I put that in my right coat pocket because the last thing you want to do is give somebody somebody else's card so i know my cards in my left pocket of course i'm receiving them i'm putting in my right pocket now if it's a card of somebody that i really want to to connect with uh i put that card in my top left shirt pocket of my actual shirt inside the pocket Okay, so that way, even as I, you know, I've already divided the, okay, these are the hot prospects. These are the, you know, people I really need to get with. They're in the top pocket. Another tip with, with business cards I, I, I wanted, uh, that I always use is when I meet somebody and I'm talking to them, they give me a business card. And we'll talk, you know, I could do a whole thing about how to talk and, you know, the conversation. But when I'm having a conversation, I'm always trying to find something that I could connect with, with that person. And so I'm listening to that person. Again, networking, you want to listen more than you talk, but I'm listening. And then I'm going to take, once we finish talking and I walk away, I'm going to take their card and I'm going to write on the back of it something that they said so they can, you know, that so the next time we talk or when I follow up with them, I can bring them back to the conversation. So, for example, if, you know, again, if, if I'm talking to a person, he tells me that, um, you know, he's a golfer. Or if he tells me that, you know, he uh, just got a, 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 a new truck uh, for his business. I'm going to make a note of something. So when I kind of say, this is, you know, this is Arthur, blah, 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 just checking on, you know, how's your golf game coming? And, you know, I know you said you're going to go play next week. At such and such. Again, I'm, I'm showing that I, that I listened. And also because at the end of the night, I might have, you know, cards and forget who people are. Those little notes help me to remember who I talked to. Okay. So that's just, again, we could talk about this. But that's just the business card system. My card on the left. Their cards on the right. Important cards in my pocket. My shirt pocket. Okay. So, and that leads to another thing when we took a networking where a lot of people drop the ball is your follow-up. Um, a lot of people may be used to, you know, 
having automatic systems on their phone, you know, that you know, and, and again, I have no problem with that, and I try to do that as well. But there's a simple system you can use um, if you're not tech savvy, and you simply get 30 folders or 31 folders, file folders, and you date them one through 31, and you have them in your desk drawer. And let's say I meet somebody on the fifth. And I tell them I'm going to call them in a week. Then when I go back to my office the next day, I'm going to take that card that I got. And that for that person I said I was going to call in a week, I'm going to put that card in the 11th. So it's the 5th. I'm going to put it in the folder 11. So when I come in on the 11th, I'm going to take that folder out and I'm going to see, oh, this is the guy I said I will call tomorrow. Because remember I said seven days, the 12th. Right, so I'm no more call him on the, the the next day, so now I can prepare for that call, and it it is you know again, it reminds me not to call that person. So I say I call him on the 12th. He says, hey, you know, uh, we're not bidding any work right now, or we, or we talk about something. He says, hey, can you call me back in two weeks? I'll say sure, and then I'll do what? It was talked about the 12th. Two weeks would be 26. I'm gonna put that on the 25th. Simple inexpensive system and again every if you every day look in that folder for that day you'll see who you're supposed to call the next day now i do know people that have done that system and put the card right there on the day they're supposed to call i just like to do it the day before because it gives me time to prepare and when i talk about prepare uh, in today's environment it's very easy to google somebody it's very easy to pull up somebody's facebook profile or their LinkedIn profile, or their social media, Instagram, Twitter. So those are the kind of things I'm going to look at prior to calling somebody. Because what it'll do is it'll give me information and help me to uh, understand more about what makes the person tick. So if I if I pull you know they they if I Google them, and I find out that you know you might find out you know there's certain causes that they're you know, big on or, or, or certain things that they that they support. You look on their Facebook, you'll see, you know, their family or their family person. You know, you might see again that they are an avid golfer. You might look on their um, LinkedIn and see that you all are members of the same organizations, fraternities or social or clubs. So, again, you, you want to do research prior to meeting people. Um just as an example, I'm a member of fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha. And whenever I, you know, I'm going someplace, or if, I know, if ever I'm going to be in a certain environment, because uh, one of my clients, just as an example, sends me around to a lot of the universities uh, to, to meet with people in their administrative and facilities. So when I see a person I'm going to meet, I will Google them. And sometimes, or I'll look on their Facebook, I'll find that we are in the same fraternity. And so I know that that's a lead-in I have. So when I go in, because I often wear a fraternity pin, I know it's going to be some point we're going to connect on. You know, again, I have a very, uh, again, I'm, I have a very, uh, my style is to joke a lot as well. So maybe if he's from a, a different fraternity, then I'll, you know, lightheartedly, you know, talk about, 
you know, have a conversation about the difference in our fraternities. Again, it's something, although it's we're in different fraternities, it still gives us common ground. So you want to do that kind of research. You want to research the company. You want to research the person you're going to meet. You want to research the event. You want to really take the time to research this stuff and not go in cold. Now, we, this is all the stuff we're talking about. We haven't even walked through the door yet. But this is the type of preparation you have to have if you're going to uh, network effectively. So back to my original example, let's say I want to meet that, that uh, council person and I look and do my research and find out that we're in the same fraternity. Oh, and I look on his Facebook and see that he goes to a church that's right down the street from my church. Or I look and I see that his kids go to the same school that my kid go to. So now all of a sudden it's easier when I meet him and I'm talking to him that I can say, hey, you know, do you have kids? Oh, yeah, my kids go. Okay, oh, my kids go there. Okay, so again, you're looking for, for what you're, you're trying to be strategic so that your conversations are purposeful and they, they, they're, they stand out. Now, again, I've not even been to the event yet, but I'm going to also tell you at this point that um, once you have those people in mind, Realize that when you get to the event, they're not going to be lined up waiting to talk to you. You're going to have to seek them out. And let me tell you, so I've gone to events. You might see the person you want to meet standing in a group of three or four people talking. You've got to be bold enough to, to interject yourself in that group. Not rudely, not to interrupt, but just say, hey, you know, just I might walk and say, hey, you know, how are you all doing? And stand right there and, and, and join the conversation. Now, if I see it's a personal conversation, then I'll step out of it. But it's just small talk in the group. I'm going to interject myself in that group. And at some point, I'm going to get an opportunity to talk to the person I want to talk to and to build that relationship. But again, I can't be afraid once I get to the event to go and, 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 and see that person. Um, another thing you want to do in Black Renew Research, I've actually looked and had pictures of who I wanted to meet. Because if I want to meet the director of purchasing at a university, and I, and I just have his name, I could go around all day trying to find him. But if I look in, on the on the, on the site or his Facebook or his LinkedIn, I can see a picture of say, okay, that's the guy. And when I go into the event, I can identify this person I need to talk to. Okay, so again, this is all research before you even get there. Another thing you want to do before you get there is eat even if they have food there. Because the last thing you want to do is be hungry at a networking event and focusing on, on getting in the line and eating as opposed to meeting people. Or to be walking around with trays of, you know, plates of food and trying to meet people. Now again, I'm going to socially eat. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I will go to the, you know, maybe have something in my hand to eat or whatever, but I'm not going to be, you know, so hungry that I'm just hanging around the table all day so again, you want to eat before you go. Another thing I strongly recommend, and it gets a personal choice, if you drink or if you do not drink, don't drink at the event. And I say that because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, here's a lot of people drinking. And how do you think wrong with drinking? It's not. But you never know what the person you want to meet thinks about it. And to me, it's not worth the risk. So for example, that uh, director of purchasing Maybe it's, you know, have a strong thought about people, a negative thought about people that drink. So why risk putting myself in that light 
even if I do drink, by drinking at a networking event. Then there's always the possibility that you might overdrink at a networking event. So I just tell people to attend to just stay away from drinking. Now, alcohol. So what I will do often is I'll I'll get a soda. I'll get um, an Arnold Palmer, which is again tea and lemonade mixed. But I'm but I'm not there to, to drink. So again, I I'm, and yeah and and again it, all the stuff I'm telling you about I'm not going to tell you don't want to talk about or look down on somebody that is drinking. I'm just telling you personally for me since I don't know. The person that, what their idea may be about about people that drink, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to drink soda. I'm going to drink something, water, something like that. Another thing you want to avoid when we talk about, you know, people's reactions to different things is you don't want to talk about politics because you never know what a person's politics might be, especially as tumultuous as our current situation is. You don't want to talk about politics. You want to talk about too many current affairs that may be racially divisive. You don't want to talk about religion. You don't want to talk about anything that, you know, again, could be controversial. Um, so often, if I'm going to go to an event and there's a theme to that event, I might research that event as well before I go so I can talk about something with the event. So, for example, if it's a fundraiser to open up a new animal shelter, then I might do some research on the location where it's going to, you know, uh, uh, what the, you know, what the backstory is to this animal shelter. So that when I'm talking to people that are probably there to support that, I can talk about that particular, you know, event. I saw, yeah, I heard that there was a, you know, a, a great demand for a dog shelter in this community. There's, there's an even one, but you know, 50 miles away. Again, so they know that you have or plugged into what they're doing. So all this stuff is before you even get to the event. You've done research on the people you want to meet. Research on uh, where you should go. Research on uh, the topic of the event. You want to make sure you have all this research done before you even go. So a lot of people, when they network, they just pop up and, you know, they're not really networking effectively. This allows you to be effective to make sure you meet the right people. Now, even though I want to meet, I may have a list of four or five people I want to meet, I'm going to still go around and meet other people. Now, I've stressed this and I'm going to just stress it again. Networking is not the time to ask for business. Networking is the time to build a relationship. So when you're networking, as you go, you know, I don't take a lot of salesy brochures and stuff like that. I'm not going to be handing anybody brochures. I'll give them a business card. If, I'm going, if, if, if for some reason they ask me for something, then I will send it to them or I'll point them to a website. But I have seen people walking around with their brochures, handing them out. Now the person you handed that brochure to has to walk around that event now because they don't want to throw away in front of you with this big brochure you this brochure you gave them. Again, you're defeating the purpose of trying to build a relationship if at the very beginning 
you're asking for business. So again, you want to be more, you just want to meet people in a networking event. And you want to get, you know, get the, you know, get the ability to follow up with them. So in your re, in, when you're getting prepared, you're looking at what you're going to take, business cards, but don't take a big, you know, stack of, of your company brochures. I had a gentleman one time who literally had a book with him of, of work he had done. Great pictures, but did you think, you know, people wanted to sit and look at the pictures at the networking event? Did you think the host of the event, who had a theme and all kinds of stuff he wanted people to focus on, wanted you to be sitting there with your book at the table trying to get people to not pay attention and look at your book? No. So again, that's not the time to sell. It's the time to network. It's the time to support whatever the cause is that night. So again, as you prepare to go, don't take stuff that won't be necessary and, those, and stuff that you, you don't want to walk be, walk around a stack of, of, of brochures. You want to keep your hands free because, you, you again, you, you, you're going to be shaking hands. You're going to be, you know, juggling food or whatever in your hand. You got your food, your, your brochures. No, you want to make sure you just have everything, as I stated, your business cards strategically placed where you know how to get to them. Your hands free as often as possible. That's why often I will eat a small plate and immediately get it, get it out of my hand because, again, I don't want to be so into the food that I'm not able to effectively network. So don't plan on taking stuff that you're going to have to carry around. Okay? So, again, this is, and we're probably going to do a part two. Next week we'll do a part two about what to do actually at the event. But this is what you do prior to the event. This is the preparation that separates the good networkers from the people that aren't as effective in networking. So make sure you prepare prior to the event. Now, in our next show, we're going to talk about what to do once you get to the event. And I'm going to also hopefully be able to include in that one the, the most important part of the networking, which is the follow-up. Most people, believe it or not, do not follow up. They go to networking events, they collect cards, and they never contact the people. And they don't even see the people again until the next networking event a year later or quarter, next quarter where they see these same people and they do the process all over again. So again, networking is not just being at the event. Networking is not just getting cards. Networking is building a mutually beneficial relationship with some action to it, with some next steps. And so the follow-up is very, very important. So in our next uh, show, I'm going to talk about what to do at the event and then what to do with the follow-up. So again, if you got a networking event, Make sure that you prepare ahead of time by taking these steps. Don't start networking at the event. Start networking when you first hear about it and you're doing your preparation. So I will see you all in the next show where we'll talk about what to actually do at the event and how to follow up. So this is Arthur Porter with the Power of Now Show, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.